The year is 1910. You're in a small Venezuelan town. The town itself is isolated from the main Venezuelan cities and ports, which take days to travel to in horse-drawn carriages. The town is surrounded by trees and forestry. Right outside this boundary of trees, however, is a llano, a vast flat grassy plain where one may find capybaras swimming in large ponds, as well as other wildlife. The men from the town also take their cattle through the grassy plain to graze on fresh grass. From the opposite side of a pond, Capybaras watches two farmers on horseback, Daniela and Don Luis, take their cattle to the plains. The cattle settle themselves, some grazing and some sitting under the very few trees present. Everything was normal as Daniela and Don Luis were on their way to tie up the horses by the usual spot. <sighs> oh yeah. I'm going to sleep. I'm tired. Go watch the cattle for me. Okay. Daniela walks away. She tilts her head towards the sun and the pale blue sky closing her eyes. The wind is cool and calming. Daniela takes a deep breath and is strangled by a putrid stench. Coughing, she shields her nose from the smell. However, it does nothing to help. She tries to walk away from what she believes is the source of the smell, but she only gets closer. In her attempt to flee the smell, she finds the contorted rotting mass of something. It does not look human, but it is. The body was boneless, even the skull was removed, but the flesh and skin, still intact, propped up with legs wrapped around the shoulders and a beaming smile. Though the eyes, they were familiar to Daniela. Eyes that used to look up in hope, now dull and empty with a gentle face of insanity. <coughs> Alejandro! That's, that's Alejandro! Daniela flees from the carcass, screaming in terror. Her heart pounded in her chest, harder than the thumping of her feet hitting the ground. She calls Don Luis, and he awakes startled when he sees the fear in Daniela's eyes. Daniela tells Don Luis of the disturbing sight she had beheld, and takes him to the site. And indeed, it was Alejandro, their friend that had gone missing several weeks before. Today we are going to tell the story to the end of Alejandro Fernandez's life at the hands of El Silbon, the whistler. He has a pretty large mansion in the wealthy part of town, and a loving family composed of his wife and two children. He is well known among the townsfolk too. Alejandro Fernandez is supposedly a respectable man of nobility. However, he has just finished his deed with Maria, a courtesan trying to make her way through life. Alejandro is stingy with his money and is deceitful. And my money? You said you'd pay me after. Ah, it looks like I don't have anything on me right now. You owe me from last time too, Alejandro. I trusted you to pay me this time. Listen, next time I will bring you the money, okay? I swear, Maria. No, I've had enough. If you don't bring me my money, I'm going to expose you to everyone, including your wife. You can't do that to me, Maria. You know I will. And I will tell her everything. That is not necessary. I will bring you your money, Maria.
Alejandro had money on his person the entire time, and he could have easily paid Maria right then and there. Instead, he decides to make his way to the local bar in the city. He gets himself incredibly drunk and gambles the rest of his money away. Ah, my stupid wife. She's always yelling and complaining about everything and nothing at the same time. I'm sick of it. Yeah, man. You should leave her. She problematic. It's not good for you, man. The men sit in the bar and drink for a couple more hours. They eventually become rowdy and pick fights with the other men in the bar. The bartender kicks them out and the men go their separate ways. Alejandro has lost his horse and so he begins the long walk to his home. Alejandro's feet are dragging on the floor on the cobblestone streets as he drunkenly trods back to his house. He mumbles to himself, filling the silence of the empty streets when he suddenly hears the increasingly loud whistle of an eerie tune. He stops for a moment and looks around in an effort to locate the sound, but finds nothing. He keeps walking, disregarding the noise, and continuing in the silence. Then, he hears what sounds like hollow wooden sticks clattering against each other. Then, again, a piercing whistle, but this time, it's quieter. That's when it hits him. <gasps> Don't kill me! Sadly for Alejandro, his cries for mercy would be met with a sharp blow to the head. As the Silbon, inhumanely tall with arms that hung past his knees, the monster that drew nearer to take him from the land of the living, Alejandro thought about all the bad things he had done during his life and began to weep in broken, horrific sobs. He would never rest in peace now. His spirit would be trapped in his bones that were removed from his body and in the sack of the Silbon, where the other souls lay trapped, never finding peace for the rest of eternity.